Welcome to Coasting, the podcast all about theme parks, rides and attractions from around the world from NerdOD. Each week we'll bring you all the latest in theme park news, trip reports, travel ideas and more. We are your roller hosts, Dan. Oh dear. <laughs> and Reg. And, uh, and I think this is a perfect time to maybe run through our credentials. I mean, why should all the people at home listen to the ramblings of these two random internet folk uh, on the subject of theme parks? I think I'll, I'll go first, okay? Okie dokie. So I've been going to theme parks since I was maybe four or five years old. I've got a picture of me and my mum sat on the um, the Apple Coaster at Alton Towers. Obviously, that was when I could only go on the kids' rides. I then remember graduating to the big boy roller coasters when uh, we went to the Metro Centre, which is a, it's a big shopping centre in Newcastle uh, in the UK, which is where we're from. Not Newcastle, but the UK. Um, and it has a theme park in the middle, or at least used to. I don't know whether it's still there. Um, and there was an indoor roller coaster. And I was like, really want to go on that. I've been on like the Apple Coaster and the Dragon Coaster on top. This is my next one. And I went on it and I hated it. I cried my eyes out. It was horrible. <laughs> we had to go on the Ferris wheel afterwards for me to calm down. Um, and then a good few years passed. And then I went to Camelot and I was determined to go on the Big Boy Coaster again. And I went on um, a ride there called the Tower of Terror, which is just a basic sort of two, two-seater roller coaster. Um goes around a castle and but inside the castle is a is a loop a vertical loop and that was the so the second ever big coaster i went on first one with the loop and ever since then i was absolutely hooked since then i've been i mean i grew up going to florida every every summer and winter like we spent many many years going around bush gardens uh, universal studios we were we went to Islands of Adventure the first year that opened. I've got a, I've probably still got the T-shirt somewhere, but a T-shirt for Islands of Adventure that says inauguration year 1999 on it. Oh wow! Uh, it was oh it's amazing. I remember seeing that sprout up from it used to be a car park for Universal Studios, and it just over the course of a few years of us going to Florida, we just see more of this theme park get built. But um, so yeah, been all around there. Been to theme parks, obviously. So America. I've been to Japan theme parks, uh, Spain, France, the Netherlands, all over the place. And I'm not finished yet, Reg. So many of my holidays are theme park related. Generally, whenever myself and my partner book to go somewhere, so he's like, "Let's have a look at what theme parks are in this place." So uh, yes, there'll be many trip reports coming from me, I'm sure, uh, over the next however many episodes we get through on this so how about you reg can you can you beat, beat that can you live up to that i'll be honest with you 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 have me completely smashed down on location wise okay. <laughs> um i haven't been to that many countries to to travel around all the different theme parks however i have been to several theme parks um so like yourself i when i first rolled a roller coaster it was one of those mini fairs that come to town um, okay, and there, the traveling fun fairs. Yeah, the traveling fun fairs. Mm. And I went on like the, the, the ghost train, which was just, you know, like cardboard doors with like ghosts <laughs> painted on them. Um, mm-hmm. And then I went on like a little mini wee beastie dragon roller coaster, um, which was literally about 30 meters long. It wasn't long at all, but I was like, wow, this is like the greatest thing ever. Um, but my mum and dad were always really dubious about theme parks, just mainly because you can't be in control of the actual vehicle you're in. So when i was a kid i had to wait until my auntie and uncle would be like oh let's go somewhere and i'd always be like oh this place sounds amazing camelot sounds like the greatest place in the world 
Um, like we can watch jousting, we can have medieval feasts, so we can go on these amazing rides. Um, so they took me to to Camelot, and that was where my obsession started. Um, so since then, I've been to theme parks up and down the UK. I've been to Salou, uh, road theme parks there. Oh yes, um, we have a uh, we have fond memories of our trip to Port Aventura in Salou. Oh, good old Port Aventura, um, and of course the Florida um, theme parks, which you know is my happy place. That's your absolute obsession, right? Uh, yes. So mm-hmm. I'm utterly obsessed. Um, so much so, I have a, a two-year-old that I've already ingrained in his brain that he needs to go. Like he keeps taking loads of like toys affiliated with like Universal brands and like Disney brands uh, over to my wife. Like every time the advert comes on the telly, and he's just like, "Please, please," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, come on, just say yes, just say yes." <laughs> so yeah, so I've. I've done them so my main forte at strong point will probably be the florida and the uk theme parks okie dokie well we'll 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 get you over to like japan or something at some point reg i'm sure i am dying (laughs) to do this as soon as we get some sponsors (laughs) won't be long now we'll see absolutely so as we said before um we're going to be bringing you news trip reports things like that um I mean, one very important thing every single episode um, is is the the theme park news. Even in the winter seasons that we're actually coming up to, theme parks don't tend to to stop. There's always something coming out that's worth sharing. So uh, first up this week, we are going to talk about. Uh, so there's a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's going to be opening. Uh, next year in Walt Disney World. Yes, in Epcot. You'll be happy to hear the first story is about Walt Disney World. <laughs> Cosmic Rewind, it's going to be called. And I can't remember when you went there. Was it was this pavilion there? Because obviously Epcot at, at Walt Disney World in Florida, it used to be, when I used to go as a kid, it was the boring one. It was uh, the World Showcase, which, you know, really impressive and everything. Uh, you know, all the different places around the world. But there were like two rides there, and then all the rides in the Epcot bit were just sort of boring educational things. There was a few decent rides, and there was a really good, well, Milestrom, which isn't there anymore. It's now the Frozen ride. That was good in the World Showcase. Mm. But over the last decade, or probably a bit longer, they really started to try and make it good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that going too far? You know, um, since they opened Test Track. Uh, so in fact that must be about 20 years ago test track at least um mission space a bunch of other other stuff um but the 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 big one that i think is going to be the draw for epcot coming up is this cosmic rewind which there's not been an awful lot known about it until maybe the last couple of months um indoor roller coaster is is the main gist of it but obviously we're at the stage now where rides just need to be that step above and it can't just be another space mountain mm. so the the ride vehicles have been sort of um have been revealed and they're essentially i think the closest thing i've seen to it is um the gringotts ride at uh, at universal in florida um which is like a roller coaster with a simulator on top of it yeah. so the actual cars can move around on their simulator base it can spin and look at dependent on you know what is happening there will be as you're going around this roller coaster it's going to slow down and it'll pass some you know some animatronics and some screens some videos some pyrotechnics any of that sort of stuff and the car can actually tilt and move and spin and move around and face the action as it's going 
and in terms of actually there's been a bunch of people so if you go to this website theme park insider where one of the editors there got shown around the ride in 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 not in the dark obviously they're still building it so without turning the lights off so i don't know whether you've ever been on a ride that's in the dark where it's broken down and they've made you walk off it yep so you get to see the ride <laughs> in the light it's like that you, you know so walking around it looks in the dark they always look great as soon as they turn the lights on it's like oh yeah this is just a standard roller coaster indoors um but we're getting word of what sort of things we're going to be featuring and the thing that really interests me i think so if you've seen the guardians of the galaxy films and um the any of the latest avengers avengers endgame or uh, infinity war there's there's a moment where they're in the spaceships and they go through these triangular like warp gates Mm. Um, apparently they're dotted around so as you're going through you're flying through these gates and it sends you off to another part of the galaxy which if and knowing disney and knowing what they're capable of doing there's going to be some amazing effects on that i can't absolutely can't wait for that to open mm-hmm. i mean this for me is going to be one of the most exciting projects that they're working on i love the sound of tron like i know tron's already yes. open in japan already isn't it so in uh no shanghai, shanghai sorry um mm-hmm. yeah so it's already open so we've already seen that but obviously the this gardens of the galaxy one is uh the world's first it's going to be open up there and it's also yeah. disney's first um proper 360 degree roller coaster um that yeah. they've got coming, coming into play as well and yeah as you've been saying there's been a few websites which have been showing the sort of the inside of the track um and it also goes it's a dark track so it goes inside but it also comes outside as well um so it's not always going to be in the ball um so you're going to be literally inside stuff happens when you go to visit xandar which is the the part of the planet which uh, which you're going to go see but then when you start off on your epic adventure you're going to be ragging outside um as well doing some spinning scene where the action hits and then you're going to be coming back into the building again as well um, and if you just literally have a look on Twitter, um, anywhere on Twitter and type in, you know, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy um, Cosmic Rewind roller coaster, you'll see pictures of the uh, of the track inside and parts of it outside as well. People uh, driving it and it just it looks incredible. And if there's one thing which Disney are fantastic with, it's story building within their rides. Yeah, they, Absolutely. You cannot fault them for that. Even the most generic ride can be turned into something completely different and just mm. stunning just with their Imagineers. True. And yeah, I'm, I'm completely stoked. And the ride vehicles look insanely good. The um, Some of our favorite rides, I know we've, we've talked about this, whenever we go to somewhere like Alton Towers or Chessington, it, uh, is um, Spinball Wizard, which is a, a spinning roller coaster. And Dragon's Fury, which again, it's the same same sort of ride at two different theme parks, and Disney have one at um, at Disneyland Paris in the in the the movie studio park. I thought you were going to say um, Primeval World then, and I was like, don't don't bring that into oh, it. Oh no, 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 no. That's a that's a, a what's a, a mouse coaster, isn't it, with a spinner yeah. on top? <laughs> no, the the proper yeah, two people uh, and, and two people sat back to back. They're like they're great roller coasters. Not enough of those, but D- Disney have one at, at Disneyland Paris, which is Finding Nemo themed. It's Crush's coaster, mm. and it is it's amazing. It's so good, and that is in the dark. But the thing with those rides, they're just they're random spins. It depends on the weight of the car. It depends on what position the cars are in when it starts. How fast you're going around bends. The spins are different every single time. 
Um, and sometimes you you just get it at just the right moment where you know you end up just getting flung around the corner, and it just feels amazing, way better than it it did on any of the previous rides. So this, I can imagine, it's going to be great where the cars can point and pivot and look at the action, but also to have the controlled spin to be like you know to know exactly where where the spins are going to be the most effective. That should I think elevate it. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I'm I'm so stoked about this, but it's not opening up for a, for a while, is it? Next year. Next next year. Next year. But that's fine. I think so. For people in the UK, the US is just opening up. Um, probably from November. So I'd imagine it's probably actually coming at just the right time. That you'll have that. We'll have the Tron ride. Um, the um the Ratatouille ride has just opened today. Actually, I think. So what are we on the thirtieth of September? Yeah, so it's, it's today that it opens officially. It's, yeah, it's had its soft opening already, um, mm. and it's been great. Again, to bear, it's just like the ride in Paris. Um, Absolutely. Again, and that's a great ride. Just... That's a really good ride. But anyway, let's not go into that. Um, in terms of something that's a little bit closer to home over our side of the world, um, still not amazingly close. In, this is in Italy. So Italy, <laughs> there's a theme park called Gardaland. Hey, it's Europe. Fair <laughs> enough. A bit more accessible for most of us. Get a cheap Ryanair flight from the UK to 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 Rome for like 30 quid. There you go. Got a fun little theme park. Um, they're opening the world's first Jumanji ride, which is not needed. Like, I thought, <laughs> well, I, a Jumanji's had this, you know, I mean, a decent resurgence in terms of like, you know, the first one was was great, right? The original Jumanji, the Robin Williams Jumanji. Everyone loved it. Big hit, yet they never bothered making a sequel. Maybe it's just a comment on how Hollywood is today, where it's like, oh, we've got a popular film, let's make more. Yeah, <laughs> but, because there was the, no you know, reason to have a sequel because you couldn't have brought anything new to the table with it. But we thought that, and then we saw the trailer, and then we saw the film, and... We, you know, I think most people liked the new Jumanji films because they did put a decent twist on it, with it being a video game instead of a, you know, instead of a board game and being sucked into the world instead of it coming into our world. So, I, I don't know. I, I like the films and I understand why that franchise is big enough to warrant a ride. I'm surprised at where it is. I mean, is it? Who who own who who is it the the produce and release Jumanji is it Sony it's Sony right? yeah so they don't really have any theme park links you know it would it would make sense I mean like Universal Studios Arms of Adventure and Universal in um in Hollywood have got the King Kong ride which I understand King Kong is this you know everyone knows King Kong pretty iconic they keep rebooting it you know but it's based on the Peter Jackson version which no one really cares for yeah I, I i kind of feel like a jumanji ride might have been a better fit for that because people are more interested in that than the peter jackson king kong yeah i don't think I, that's a I get that. bold statement I, I, I get that but at the same time the king kong film wasn't bad and it's, the ride is incredible i really enjoy that ride it looks like this might be similar there's not an awful lot revealed about it yet it's just some artwork which is you sat in a load of people sat in a in a jeep going through the jungle so it's it's one of it's apparently a dark ride so it's probably going to be closest to um something like dinosaur at at disney um at animal kingdom 
or in um in Disneyland in California there's a um an Indiana Jones ride where you're driving around the temple of of doom or whatever in 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 a jeep I say or oh, whatever because it's not the temple of doom no <laughs> not like or oh, whatever it's called you know it, um, my my issue with this Jumanji ride more than anything is it's going mm. into um one of the uh Merlin parks so yeah Merlin they have a habit of duplicating rides. Yes, and that's where you're going, right? There's 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 a lot of effort in putting backstories into certain things. But they just have a great thing of going, right, so this is going to be a jungle themed one, right? We're just going to put a few little animatronics like even if they stretch it to an animatronic, it might just be like a couple of painted scenery bits that are here there and everywhere and some like lush fake grass that's going to be travelling around. I'm I'm Maybe. dubious how it it's going to be if it was in the likes of, like you said, Universal or a, a Disney or you know a, another another theme park where they actually put effort in. Like um, mm. it's a place that you went to Elf, Elfengard, Efteling, Efteling, like, somewhere like that. Ideal, but yeah, in Merlin. Well, but, I'm just, <sighs> but the, but I, I I kind of feel like they almost they they do have a bit of catching up with that sort of stuff. Some of the quality of the rides that the likes of Efteling. Uh, Fantasia Land and a bunch of other other theme parks that they don't own. I think they're sort of running away with the, you know, with the the, the title now, and Merlin are falling a little behind. So maybe this is their chance to do something that is decent. If it's just a you know like a storybook ride, you know, where you're just driving along a, a track in a fake jeep, and it's just yeah going through the jungle and that's it, and there's nothing more to it. There's no ups and downs. There's no you know simulator element to it. Um, then yeah, I agree, but I, I, I don't know. I give them a bit, little bit more credit. I think the the studios often, when they get involved, are a bit more demanding. So, like the, the a while back, there was going to be a um, a Shrek ride at well, I say ride Shrek attraction at Alton Towers. Um, so where CBB's land is now, there used to be a circus tent. And that had like a, a nice show, a nice skating show. The studio wanted Shrek Swamp. They wanted it retheming. They wanted it rebuilding. All this amazing stuff. And Alton Tower said, "Well, Merlin said, no, that's not the expense we want to go to. We were just going to put a screen in, and it was going to be Shrek 4D." Mm. So, because the the studio was had wanted one thing and they wanted another, it didn't happen. You know, they kept that relationship. They did the the Shrek uh, attraction, the walkthrough attraction in London, but still. Literally, the studio stepped in and said, "That's no good." So maybe Sony are the same. Maybe Sony, like, look, you know, this is if we're licensing this out to you guys, we want it to be good. But also, I could totally see them duplicating this absolutely in something like Chessington, because there's a ride there called the Zufari, yes. which is just like a jeep through a safari. You know, like there is every animal theme park, <laughs> um, and that could that could do with an overlay that could work. That's a fairly cheap upgrade to a ride to make it fresh and decent. So who, who knows? We'll see. We'll see what yeah, happens. But it I looks think... looks interesting. It's opening next year though as well, and I'd not heard much about it at all. So maybe it maybe it's not going to be that big a deal. Yeah, the the one downside with with Jumanji as a franchise put into a, a roller coaster, yeah, it's going to be quite thrilling because you'll have you know all the different animals that can run wild. Mm. But the thing that would make it stand out a lot more is if they were you know 
weird variations of the animals it's they're just very stereotypical oh look there's a lion coming after me the likes of like you know the king kong rider you're saying you've got like big huge dinosaurs that hulking over you swat like you know flying mm-hmm. over you you've got kong running alongside you big massive giant apes with jumanji jumanji is almost like a complete aside it's just a it's one of those typical jungle rides isn't yeah. it there's a poacher and he's after our animals. Oh, and let's stop and let's run him down. And then, oh no, a, a hippo's loose. That's that's exactly what yeah. it's going to be like. There's no reason True. for it to be a Jumanji-based ride. And other than the name. Other than the name. Until you go into it and hopefully there may be a bit of like a, a pre-story to actually just mm-hmm. like, you know, a pre-ride story just to like, explain, you know, oh, you've been sucked into this game or, oh, do you want to roll the dice and see what happens? Oh, you land on this car or... Like, what's the reasoning behind it? That's that's the the key point for the Jumanji the ride, just to make it a little, little bit different. But yeah. I've just got a feeling it's going to be a very generic jungle experience ride. Yeah, I I think you might be right, but we're not going long to find out. Actually, twenty twenty two apparently for the beginning of the season, so we will see. Um, okay, and for the last news story of this episode, we are heading to the complete opposite side of the world. We're heading to Universal Studios in Osaka in Japan. Woohoo! Um, so, Universal Studios in Osaka is the the first place to have Super Nintendo Land. So, the currently the Mario-themed area. It's going to be duplicated in a bunch of the theme parks that are already building it in uh california it's supposed to be part of the um the universal's epic universe which is going in um near the convention center in florida in orlando um so and apparently in also it's going to be singapore and a bunch of the other universal studios um but even before they're built they're talking now of a, a brand new expansion so a donkey kong land expansion which I remember it being on the um, original planning for the Orlando version when it was going to go into um, actual Universal Studios. Mm. Um, there's, the, the, all it showed was a separate jungle area next to the uh, Mario part with like a, a sort of a runaway mine train style jungle coaster. Good. Which is probably still all it's going to be. They Again, they've not really said there is... All we've got is a bit of... Um, of artwork announcing it um and if you zoom in very close to it you can kind of see the outline of a roller coaster and a temple so potentially there's a couple of rides there um but we're just not entirely sure what yet Hmm. see that my my concern with super with the super nintendo world right is Mm. it looks visually the one the greatest things yeah. That, that's ever been placed in the theme park like, I know I'm a gamer anyway so the fact that when I see it I'm like looks like just being sucked into a game but everything around it and the the interactability when you're walking around with the power bands and you can do a lot of challenges you know great but there's only the two rides <laughs> and you're thinking you know it, it you, you, you've yeah. got the Mario Kart one which apparently is great for the first two or three goes and then it's nothing really exciting and then you've got... I mean, it's the same with, with Harry Potter. Like, when the Harry Potter land opened at Universal, you had one ride, essentially, and then a reskin of a ride that had been there since the park opened. Mm. So that doesn't seem to bother everyone. A lot of people, it's the experience of being, you know, in Hogsmeade or whatever, or in this case, you know, in Super Nintendo land. It's all the surroundings and the walkthroughs and stuff. And so 
yeah, I mean, great, they're adding more rides, but it doesn't necessarily, I don't think that holds people back from wanting to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping, because it's not open until 2024, is it? Oh, yeah, this will be a so long time, it, so, so it's, it's only just yeah, started. it's a long time building. sort of expansion. Um, but we are hoping that, you know, that like needs to have that, that runaway mine train, because nothing's been officially announced, has it? They've said yet. It's just, you know, they, they've advised it's going to be the Donkey Kong Land expansion. Yeah. They haven't specifically stated what's going to be inside it. Now, as you're going back to the games and going back to the original map where you're saying where you could see slight bit of track, it, it mm. needs to have the minute you play Donkey Kong, well, uh, Donkey Kong Country on like the, mine on the Super Nintendo, the minecart ride, you could be mm-hmm. like, that would be an amazing roller coaster experience. And yes, if they can do this correctly, like they did with the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, in yeah. Walt Disney World, where you actually, you know, you're outside, you rag around for a little bit, and then you go into the cave. With this, if like you can literally go into the cave again because you're going mining. With that in mind, you've got so many different screen techniques you can use to make it look as though you're doing mini jumps. You know, there's so much you can add to it, which will make it outstanding. And seeing as they're only going to have the two, probably two attractions to it, it mm. it needs to be something to make you go ooh. I need to visit there a lot more because from what I'm seeing, you could easily one and one and done it with, with this. The same Super Nintendo World. Actually, watching like because I've got the Oculus Quest VR, and I'm one yeah. of those sort of sad people that are like I'm never going to get a chance to go over there anytime soon. <laughs> this is the only way I can do it. So I've okay. like walked around Super Nintendo World a couple of times just to try and get like a feel of it and see what right, it's okay. going to be like. Interesting. Um, and yes. Whilst it looks incredible, it's it's that small that I, you can easily again like the the Harry Potter world and, and most things in Universal. Like Universal is my favourite theme park, it genuinely mm. is, but it can easily be done within a day, and you don't have to go back there the next day to feel like you you know if you missed out on anything. And I've got the feeling it's going to be the same with this one. Once you you've done it, you've you've done it, and unless you're a, a huge fan or you bought the 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 power up band because you're on a two week holiday or whatever then yes yeah obviously go back and keep doing it but yeah i think it just needs to have more likes of the donkey kong expansion when that comes out add more things to it to try and keep you in there make you you know want to go back again but at the minute Mm. i think it's a one and done so it sounds like you just need to wait until epic universe opens because at least then it's one part of a huge new theme park that you've not experienced anything in yeah, but again, I I will one million percent be happy to go over to Universal Studios Japan because I've also never ridden Back to what the that? Future. Oh, well, it's gone, <laughs> and I won't be able to do it in Japan either. No, but <laughs> it got turned into a flipping Minions theme. Oh, park. it did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did. Yeah. I was. I was really like. I I've got all these fond memories of going to Universal Studios and going on a Back to the Future ride. You know, it's one of one of my favorite films. And the ride was just at the time was amazing, and then it obviously went and it turned into um into the Simpsons, which is still great. Yeah, it but is. it just doesn't have the same feel and memories as the Back to the Future ride. Um, and I was determined one day I would get to go on it again. And I knew that the the one place that it was at was Universal Studios Japan. Um, and I was lucky enough, I don't know, maybe five years ago to to get to go, and I went on it and. About four months later, they announced that it was closing. So I was like amazed that I I just got in it at the last moment. But when I got there, 
I remember back when you used to go to Universal Studios, you'd see across the lagoon, the 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 Institute of Technology, the the Back to the Future Institute, just huge thing looming over the over the the lagoon. And as I walked into the park, I could sit in, into the the Japanese one. I could see it in the distance, and it looked amazing. And as I got closer, this humongous minion shaped shop, which had been built right slap bang in front of the institute started to sort of rise up and it just blocked the entire view of this amazing <laughs> building and i remember thinking they're doing something with minions it's it's gonna happen i bet i bet they're gonna turn it into the minions ride that's at, at florida and lo and behold four months later they did and um, i hate minions by the way you do <laughs> two things i hate in the world <laughs> hex the any of the any variation <laughs> on the ride hex half an hour we lost it done Half an hour yeah, lasted until Hex up. came up. <laughs> I didn't want to be negative at all about rides, but oh, I hate Hex and any Madhouse ride. Um, that I'm sure that'll come up at some point over the coming weeks. Um, and Minions, those two things, I just... I'm, I, I, yeah. I will go on to say, though, that the Minions ride in um, in Florida is well, really, really good. I am Not as capable good of removing hatred um, to experience a ride. Like You don't really like Harry Potter, but you, I remember, and this is in your own words, like the Harry Potter land at Universal Studios was magical. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I detested Harry Potter up until we got to Universal. Um, yeah. And I, I had no interest in going in the Harry Potter world because I was like, it's just going to be full of people <laughs> wanting to do it all. And yeah. I ate the little bugger. I've just got no interest in doing it. Um, and then all of a sudden I just seen literally like hogs me the entrance to it and i was like oh my god that looks amazing and then we went in there and did it all which we'll go into in a different pod but yeah i came out of it and i was like i might give that a go at some point either reading or watching the harry potter because it just took my breath away and um, but going back to the minions ride which has overtaken that now in universe as well they've actually taken away the 3d element to it so it's just a 2d now sort oh, okay. of um simulator ride see i I mean, I remember that ride when it was um, Hanna Barbera, the fantastic world of Hanna Barbera, before it turned Jimmy uh, Neutron. into the <laughs> Jimmy Neutron's Nicktoon Blast, and it's basically the same ride just with a different video. So I always, I, I've always experienced it in two D. I wasn't even aware that when it started, it was in three D. All oh, right, yeah, when we went the the first time, it was in three D, mm. um, but now it's. I wonder if that's 2D. just a COVID thing. No, no, they've they've taken it away completely. Oh, okay. So it will forever be 2D now because it is mind. a really fun ride. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it still is even with the 2D. Right. Well, I think that's enough out of us two for one week, Reg. I like it. I think it's been yeah. fun and I have enjoyed yeah, it. Think, and yeah, um, coming weeks, like I say, we'll probably, we, we've got lots planned. We've got um, some sort of, uh, well, I've got, we'll have a few trip reports. Um, we've got some some suggested itineraries if you go to particular places around the world we're going to be looking at certain countries and what theme parks they have to offer you know where you could visit if you're if, you know if you're traveling um also looking at defunct rides rides that have been removed rides that kind of hold a lot of memories and future attractions so stick with us we'll have a lot more to talk about um and, and yeah we will also and- Seen as okay. uh, Mr. Dan here is the theme park aficionado, I'm going to be testing his knowledge, not every week, but every other week that we're going to be quizzing Dan. Um, so You hadn't told me about this. I haven't. So <laughs> if you do have any suggestions uh, for any questions or anything you might be able to, to throw in with, 
drop me through a quick email at reg at nerdod.com and uh, I'll include them in future Excellent. episodes. And if you want to email me the answers as well, it's dan at <laughs> um, And also, you can follow us on, um, obviously, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, they're both at nerdod. Um, Instagram is nerd underscore od. And we are on the YouTubes. We have lots and lots of theme park videos from all over the world. Trip reports from Efteling, from uh, Port Aventura. Um, for, yeah, all over and lots to come in the coming weeks I've got a, um, a Merlin road trip video coming up soon and also a report of um, Tivoli Gardens which is an amazing theme park right in the centre of Copenhagen in Denmark that I went to the, earlier this year so keep an eye out for them mm-hmm. right, and thank you for listening thank you very much for having us we will see you again soon bye bye doodles bye